Hello and welcome. You're listening to the River Radio Show Let's Talk Business with me, Sophie Comas. I hope that you've had a great couple of weeks and to those parents listening amongst us, you're all getting ready for a half term, which I know is happening over the next few weeks. Um, on today's show, I'm delighted to have Alana Light from Light Social, a local so- social media consultant, join me. So Alana, good afternoon. Welcome. Hi, Sophie. Thank you very much. Oh, it's lovely to, lovely to have you on board this afternoon. On today's show, we're going to be finding out a little bit more about Alana learning more about light social and how they can help their clients plus we're going to be debating some of the challenges faced by small business owners in today's busy digital market space plus we've got some great music and book choices to share with you as well so Alana how, how are things going this week for you? Oh, it's been a busy week for me, personally and business. Um, yeah, I, I woke up this morning and thought, is it only Wednesday? So. <laughs> oh dear, I don't think that's ever a good sign. It's never is a good it? thing, but it means we've packed in a lot, so it's not a bad thing necessarily. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I love it when I wake up and I think, oh, it's Friday, thank goodness for that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Rather than, oh Lord, it's only Monday. Yeah, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Excellent. So, um, Tell us where you're based. Tell us a bit about Light Social. Yeah, sure. Um, so I live in the lovely little village of Burnham, so just eking into the South Bucks area. Um, and I started my business about three years ago now. Uh, I do okay. social media consulting and training. Excellent. Um, probably specialising more on Instagram, a little bit of Facebook, but actually the strategy piece and the consultancy work is what I love the most, actually. Excellent. So do you tend to work with your clients in a one-to-one capacity or do you work with groups? or A, a bit of a mixture I started off with workshops in those days when you know that's what everybody did we actually (laughs) met in person Um, and like everyone else with uh, lockdown that moved to doing online workshops Um, but probably more recently I've done a bit of one-to-one but more recently actually developing a bunch of online short courses that people can go and I call them on-demand light bike training so you can go and find them and do them when you like. Brilliant so that works really nicely if you're a business owner and you've got lots going on then you can just choose as and when you, you pick up the training and as and when you feel you have needs yes, of that's the, um, that's the idea yes excellent and, and honed in on a specific niche subject so yeah brilliant excellent so you you said you set you set your business up about three years ago so mm-hmm. what what's the story behind that have you always been in marketing oh not at all I feel <laughs> shame to say that sitting in your company Sophie but no um, I worked in finance for 12 or so years had a great time um Moving around the world, I got to travel a lot with them. It was fantastic, but probably combination stuff like a lot of mums, we change when we have our children and life is a bit different. So, uh, and it was almost a, a sort of coincidence, a friend, a good friend of mine who was a global head of marketing of a big um, blue chip company actually told me about this training company um, called Digital Mums. Yeah. Um, I'm allowed to mention them. I think, I? I think you are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still exist. Um, but I did a, a, a training course with them to do social media management um, and haven't looked back since. Excellent. Mm. That sounds great. I mean, mm. I know we, our paths obviously cro- crossed quite a lot. So, um, yeah, it's good good to have you on the show today. So what what typically, um, what are the kind of challenges that your audience come to you with? So what kind of things do you work with them on social media? You know, it can be, you know, from the very basic of just, you know, setting up an account, perhaps. Mm. Mm. they've not used Instagram before or Facebook or LinkedIn name name your platforms um you know so they just want to make sure they're setting it up and and there can be a lot more involved in that than people realize it's not necessarily just a case of going in you know you know optimize is the word that people throw around a lot and Mm. it's important you know because there's no point 
setting up an Instagram account if you haven't you know, taken advantage of all the features. So it can be it can be that right from the beginning, basic setting up an account, or you know, there's a new rollout of features. You know, and I, I'll, you'll probably hear me talk a lot about Reels today. Instagram Reels is a hot topic, and you know, people are maybe a little scared and they're not sure where to go with it or how to, you know, actually use the features that exist on on the platform. And then the final piece of the puzzle can be around a strategy. You know, it's, um, you know, get to point you start a business, you're using social media and, you know, six months down the line or when you get really busy with work, you're suddenly overwhelmed with thinking, what should I posting today? And and that comes back to being clear and strategic around it yeah I think that's a a common problem or or challenge that many business owners face not just small businesses but actually everybody of all sizes it's what do you what do you post and um Mm. how frequently and and kind of the approach that they want to take so that's great that you help people to get get that all set up from the beginning so you mentioned Instagram reels though I'm sure most of our listeners know what that is but just in case there's anybody listening out there what what do you mean by that oh well (laughs) how long have we got I'm gonna open a can of worms (laughs) Um, well just in there oh I wish I could remember the exact um, definition from Instagram cells but it's short format entertaining reels um, uh, sorry entertaining video Mm. um, and they vary in length but they're really short and you know punchy the idea is to be get a message over really quickly um, and and vertical vertical video is probably the key thing to mention as well so that's the the version that you see of people pointing in different directions oh yes that's it you don't have to dance I spend a lot of time saying you don't have to dance <laughs> um, arguably, you might get more people watching if you're dancing around or making an idiot of yourself. <laughs> um, but no, you can get um, you know quite a serious message over on that as well. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, mm. I think with Instagram, I think there are so many different ways you can sort of use the platform aren't there versus Facebook which is yes. kind of more more um, contained I suppose that you have a post or you have a video that you're going to um, share and that's kind of quite limiting but Instagram there does feel like there's a lot more there's options so many. Yeah. All, all within the same platform. Exactly um, you know and it hasn't helped that some of the other platforms have tried these as well I take LinkedIn you know they had stories they tried that last year and they've taken it away again you know that's as interesting. Instagram has kept it um, you know arguably it's getting less at real estate now because reels are so prominent but mm. it's still there but you're, you're absolutely right there are so many different formats on um, Instagram these days yeah. what's your what's your favorite format within the Insta- Instagram platform I do love reels do I do love reels yeah <laughs> I do love reels but I do um I, otherwise I'd say uh, you know standard posts but do a carousel which is a multi-image um okay. so really you know like think about it as a slideshow if you like um yes. you know, going back to corporate days um you know multiple posts it just it's a really good way um to get a message over in short bite-sized pieces but Mm. actually the algorithm um, will present that same post to people if they don't scroll at the original time the the first time they see it so that's interesting yeah so as a business owner it's quite important because you're getting a potential to get your audience on your content more than once because the algorithm's helping you out okay so are there any other alg- I mean the algorithms I know are kind of a mystery unto themselves oh, yes. but mystery. are there any other are there any other um, kind of hints and tips like that that you might share for somebody just starting out um, oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, really, I wouldn't, my biggest tip is not to get caught up on it. It's, you know, worth mm. knowing these, but, you know, really focus on making the right content rather than playing to the algorithm. Yeah. But, you know, really, the algorithm's trying to find content that it deems to be 
interesting and it's getting people to stay on the platform longer mm. so um you know i always recommend actually if you've you know if you've got the time and, and there's a big caveat there for for small business owners but do a post and what the algorithm likes to see is that you you hang around you're not posting and ghosting as mm. i would call it so don't just post and run away and forget about it um stay on the platform see what people are commenting on your post um and go out and find other posts that you can engage in as well so mm. i think that's a big key you're right i absolutely I don't have the secret sauce for algorithms at oh, all. I, I thought you were going to share some, <laughs> some secret, secret insight. <laughs> no, but just it, it's been proven that, that that's really beneficial to just, you know, be on the platform. They're all trying to keep you on the platform for as long as possible. So yeah. anything you do um, to stay around is going to be helpful for that. Yeah. I think that can often be um, the challenge, can't it, that many small business owners just feel that it's kind of almost like a, a, a broadcast media to say this is my business messages and expect yeah. lots of traffic and engagement in return. But actually you're right it, it is that kind of um kind of conversation if you like in yeah. in social media it's called social media for a reason absolutely. right absolutely um, so to have that conversation with your contacts with people that are following your pages and engaging with others that can that can really help yeah so no definitely no, that's great um what's the best part of your job what, what is it that you like most Oh, people. <laughs> I guess that could go both ways. <laughs> it, can, it absolutely can go both ways. But, you know, it's just, it's fascinating to see and hear what people do. You know, yeah. you know, if you've got a passion or a skill, you can make a business out of it these days. So mm. it's quite incredible, you know, when I meet at networking or even just scrolling through Instagram or, or LinkedIn, just what people do. So, um, you know, I, I can you know, get a little distracted sometimes on hearing people's stories. Um, but it's definitely what what makes me tick, definitely. Yeah. I, I think that's very easy to do. I know I have to almost kind of limit myself to kind of go, right, I'm just going to go in and check this for a client or I'm going to go and look at this for myself and literally almost kind of go, right, I've got 10 minutes to do it. Yes. Otherwise I disappear down a rabbit yes. hole. I do have a very good so. timer on my computer at home for that reason. <laughs> Limits myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you're right. I mean, I've, I've also met some great small business owners. You know, I even worked with a a canine dog massage therapist at one point and she was amazing it's just incredible. such an interesting person it was you know she was just fabulous so yeah I think you're right I think it's really wonderful to see when people are quite so passionate about what it is that they yeah. they do and I think also that's a learning for anybody listening that if you're perhaps thinking about changing your job or doing something different that actually your world is your oyster you can yeah. literally do anything if you've got enough passion and belief and enjoyment about it it can be um yeah, yes anything can happen yes indeed I mean, it's, it is it's quite incredible I heard someone with a comment I made once is if you only need to know a little bit more than your audience to be able to help someone right mm. so absolutely anything you do any skill you might have it's it's entirely possible to go out and help someone and create a business around it it's almost scaring sometimes to think of the options that are out there right yeah, now. Yeah, I, th I think it is, especially for the younger generation. If I yeah. look at my boys and, you know, they, the opportunity that they have is just so huge, almost that's overwhelming because you could literally do anything. So yeah. it's kind of how do you narrow it down? How do you kind of enhance it and, and become focused and go, well, actually, that's the sort of thing I think I might like to do and going trialing and testing it. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's good. And then by the reverse, what's your what's your least favourite thing that you about your role? <laughs> Am I allowed to say posting on social media? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, no. <laughs> no, and I don't, I don't. You know, I think it's probably the admin and the, the you know, potential overwhelm of the tech. You know, I've, I've, I have just moved um, my courses onto a new platform, which I love and I picked it because it is quite simple 
but actually what's happened in the back end is I need to change you know other links that take you know people from a landing page you know where I'm selling the courses onto a different platform and I've got Mm -hmm. to move those links to meet that link and you know so you can get quite caught up in the the technology part of it you know it's not as easy as just talking to people and and showing them something you've got to support it with all of your marketing tools behind it so yeah definitely uh, yeah I think admin and, and kind of that support role um I mean one of my things is accounts so I know I've mentioned to the listeners before that you know I always said from the beginning, my business, you know, I, I want to hire an accountant that can help me with that. Because that's just one thing that would be very stressful in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, I do, you know, I, I kind of share your thoughts that actually some of those back end processes can be really challenging, can be. Yeah. especially when you're starting. Out, Absolutely. So. There's a lot to learn for sure. Definitely. So um, thanks for sharing a little bit about you and about Light Light Social. What we like to um, also share on the show is um, some book recommendations or podcasts. And we've had some really fantastic um, recommendations come through from um, from our, our guests previously. I know you've got another great recommendation for us today. So what's, what's your book recommendation? The book recommendation I have today is called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. Um, Excellent. And I know, Sophie, you're already familiar with this book I as am. well. <laughs> um, I am indeed. Yeah. And it's, I haven't read it for a little while, I confess, but just the whole ethos of it um, is that, you know, when you're in business, it's not about doing things to get return from people immediately. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, put yourself into it, go out and help people, give as much as you can. And actually, when that happens, it will come back to you. Yeah. And it's a really simple book. Um, I can't remember how long, but it was, it was really, you know, an hour or two read, I think, for me. Yeah, um, similar. I, I found it really quick and easy yeah, to read. Yeah, really easy. And, just, and the message of it just has stuck with me um, mm. ever since. So, yes, definitely recommend that one. Yeah, that's good. I love the story behind it. That's what I really enjoyed was the, you know, the, they didn't kind of almost give you words of wisdom and bullet points in perhaps a, a stereotypical business textbook. Yes. Actually, it was a story yes. and at the end of each chapter, it was summarising the learnings yeah. within the experience. Um, and I really love that. I mean, stories are everywhere, aren't they? As, yeah, as you know on Instagram. Absolutely. It's so. <laughs> the way to yeah. go. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so thank you so much for introducing yourself and for the book recommendation um, as well. We're going to play a song now, which is This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. So is there a story behind why you why you like this song? You're not, not particularly. I mean, it's a great movie. And if you haven't seen it, um, is there anyone out there who hasn't seen it? I don't know. But Actually me, I don't think I've seen it. Have you not? It, oh no. my goodness, we should have talked about this off air. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just an amazing movie anyway. Um, but I think, and this is one of the you know main songs in it. You've yeah. probably heard the song, right? I have um, indeed. Yeah. And it's just the whole message of it. Um, but what really, really did it for me is um, we watched some of the behind the scenes about the making of the movie, um, okay. which again, is just incredible how they... You know, these it was essentially two men and a piano came up with this entire soundtrack. Um, but wow. on this particular song, the lady who sings it um, didn't believe herself that she could do it, and it was actually oh, wow. the musicians um, and the, the whole crew got behind her. So I, I think probably that's why it's one of my favourite now because I see her as she, you know, through the documentary behind it, her journey to how she really stepped into it and actually went, yeah, this is me, I can sing it, as well as the story of it. So yeah, I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing song. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so for those of you listening, this is me by The Greatest Showman. a stranger to the dark hide away they say 
we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are glorious When the sharpest words want to cut me down Gonna send a blood, gonna drown a mind. I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, cause here I come. Welcome back. You're listening to Sophie Comas on the River Radio Let's Talk Business show. Thank you so much for listening in today. That was um, the great This Is Me by, from The Greatest Showman. Um, today we're joined by the brilliant Alana Light from Light Social. So welcome back, Alana. 
Thank you, Sophie. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> um, so far, we've introduced a little bit more about Light Social and what they do and how they help their customers. Don't forget, if you've missed part of today's show, you can listen again on Catch Up via the website, river.radio, or as a podcast via all of the usual places. And of course, if you want to get in touch about any of the discussions we're having on the show today, please do drop us an email to sophie at river.radio. We do have a couple of questions, Alana, that I'd like to ask you if that would be okay, that a couple of our listeners have sent in for us. So um, the first one is from Joan Windsor. Um, Joan's just setting up a small business and not sure where to begin with her social media. So what kind of advice and tips would you give her? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think you really need to start off with your basics, um, Joe. Think about why you want to be on social media. What is you're trying to do with your business? How that's going to help you? Um, and think about your clients. Um, so I'd, I'd spend a lot of time up front thinking about your clients, where they are, what their social media habits are. And that should lead you to deciding on your platforms. Um, and really, that's probably the biggest advice is pick one, maybe two platforms and just Go deep on that. Um, you know, And then probably either get a professional in, get some help and advice around how to approach things. Or, you know, there are there are a lot of, you know, courses out there. There's a lot of people that you can learn from. Um, just do your due diligence. I can't say that word. Due diligence. <laughs> Put your teeth back in. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, around that. And then really it's have a go. You know, um, have a have a think about what you want to post. Try and get a plan, a strategy around it. But don't be frightened. You know, social yeah. media is fun. It's meant to be social and a way to talk to people. Um, so yeah, have a go. Yeah, a lot of it is often about trial and error, isn't it? It's kind of going, yeah. okay, what? You know, I think there's a lot of, like you say, there's a lot of courses out there that you can sign up to, or there's a lot of free advice and blogs, and of course, just observe somebody that you see doing a really good job. Yeah, there's absolutely. a lot you can learn yes. from um, from that. But I think. Yes, you're right. I had a a similar conversation with someone recently around choose one social media network, do that really well, and then look to roll it out. I mean, it's probably the biggest uh, mistakes overstating it, but it's the biggest thing I see Mm. with you know small businesses coming. I've got to be on five platforms instantly, Um, and of course you're going to get overwhelmed. It's it's too much, you know. And that's that's a full time job almost. I know it it is, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So if you're trying to do the accounts and everything else in between as well as do whatever it is that you be kind to yourself, pick one, do that well. I would say (laughs) that's great advice. Thank you. Um, Max from Taplow has asked your thoughts on Clubhouse. I know this was a a platform that Mm. kind of had a bit of a a real flurry of focus, I think, earlier on last year. If my memory serves, time's sort of all merging into one for me at the moment. But Mm -hmm. it was kind of beginning of last year and then it seems to have um, disappeared. Is that just me or is that a... No, I have very similar views about it, Sophie. I think there was, um, they did a very good job on FOMO at one point, (laughs) because if you're not familiar, Clubhouse has rolled out on iPhone first, um, Mm -hmm. and even then it was invite only. So I think there was a whole bit of media and, you know, frenzy around people getting access. Um, And it's a really, it it is, it was, I was going to say, a good platform. There's some really amazing conversations you had on there. But likewise, it's gone kind of quiet for me. I certainly am not on there regularly Mm. Um, but interestingly enough I got invited to a private room um, last week so first time Um, I even didn't know they existed Um, but it's for a sort of closed group of uh, sort of networking group I do yeah Um, and they set up so perhaps everything's gone underground Um, I think it probably does have a it does have value as a platform for specific industries Um, Mm. but as a small business 
I think you just need to look at whether your customers are on there um, to whether it's useful for you or not. I guess it's interesting because you've got so much around the visual element across other platforms. Instagram very, very much is all about the image. It's all about the visual. You've obviously got video, which is huge Mm -hmm. across all of the platforms, but Clubhouse seemed to tap into the kind of the audio element of learning so I guess maybe if you're an audio learner and perhaps more into podcasts we were were talking just while the song was on there about um, having time to listen to podcasts and things so perhaps I guess depending upon how you consume information perhaps it's it's more relevant for some people that's entirely possible indeed yeah yeah excellent so I've got um I've got a bit of a quick fire questionnaire um Alana for those listening Alana's looking slightly (laughs) terrified um don't worry it's not difficult it's not complicated um but just helps us understand a little bit more about you and the the listeners will just get to to see see a bit more about you so are you ready okay I'm ready okay (laughs) so do you like Marmite yes uh Schweppes or Fever Tree Oh, fever tree. <laughs> oh, I don't agree with you on really? that. Really? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Definitely Schweppes for me. Uh, football or rugby? Rugby. Tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. Lemon or lime? Oh, I like both. No, <laughs> I can't. A lime if you really push me, but I like both. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll let you have both on that one. <laughs> okay. Cats or dogs? Oh, God. Can I have both as well? I have oh, a dog at the know. minute, but my husband has allergies, so we're not allowed cats. So, um, yeah, that's a tough one. I'll go cats, so. Oh, okay. Um, beach or city breaks? Oh, beach. 100%. Uh, milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark. Mm, yeah, me too. I'm mm. with you on that one. Um, and if I was to use five words to describe you, what would what would they be? Oh, the worst question for the end. <laughs> um, five fun, friendly, um you know considerate that can be put in I like to think about how other people are affected I probably talk too much and put that in and a little bit of a tech geek I do like um to mess around with tech and do different things with uh, I'd add knowledgeable in there as well I think knowledgeable okay all right kind thank you okay (laughs) I'll take those seems wrong to say knowledgeable about yourself but I'll take that one that's all good um and are you off anywhere on holiday this year Hopefully, you know, delayed skiing in, in, at Easter time, um, which is, oh, wow. I say delayed because this is a trip from yeah. just when lockdown happened. I can't remember the years. 2020, was it? So, oh, wow. Yeah, Gosh. So, yes, it's been a few years. So yes. Oh, well, fingers it. crossed you make it. Hopefully. And hopefully you're going high somewhere so there's lots of snow. Yes. Let, hope. I know it's quite late in the season, so we'll see. But really, yeah. should we just saying I hope I don't break anything? Cause... That too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Um, brilliant well thank you for being a good sport with those so um we obviously talked about what what you're doing at the moment and how you help your clients but going back I guess and thinking about your business journey so you mentioned that your background was in finance earlier Mm -hmm. so how did you I guess where did you start out after school and what what was your kind of business journey to to get you here today for light social oh wow yeah um well the finance Uh, I'd like to say it was all strategic and planned out. Um, (laughs) Was it not? (laughs) No, not really. Um, To be honest, I went after I left university, I went backpacking, uh, you know, around overseas trip and um, came back thinking I wanted to immigrate to Australia. Um, It's an amazing place. I'm with you on that one. Oh, I love it. You know, you know, no regrets. Um, It actually wasn't the right thing. But I I came back and at the time they used to do a point system if you wanted to apply for your visa. Um, And I came back to work for a couple of years Mm -hmm. um, and I thought I'd go into finance because a lot of my friends did and it paid well and um and you know do two years and then you know pack my bags and go to Australia and 
12 years later when <laughs> I was still in finance and <laughs> married and about to have a baby and <laughs> wondered what happened. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's that's really the, the finance um, uh, side of things. But you know, as I mentioned, then a you know, conversation with a friend put me onto the path of social media. Um, and with the training I did actually was preparing me to be a social media manager. And okay. for anyone who doesn't know what that is, that is essentially running social media on behalf of a client so I would be literally creating content and posting it on the behalf of my my clients um which is great but actually I found that all the clients I was attracting for obvious reasons were in the financial services space Mm. again yeah and so I worked for a couple of um uh, financial services recruiters in the city um, yeah which was lovely it was great but actually you know living and getting more familiar with the local area I live in I wanted to work with the local businesses and, yes, the, you yeah. know, the people I was meeting. Uh, and frankly, they couldn't afford my services. Mm. You know. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. You know, I, a social media manager is probably, you know, my early days, 350, 400 pounds a month. Um, sure. And the businesses I was talking to didn't want to or couldn't afford to do that. Mm. Um, so that's why I changed to do what I do now. So I switched to do the workshops and the training and you know, I was, I'd been in the position of a new business starting out and I could help people make that transition. Yeah. So oh, that's good. Yeah, that we, that's how we ended up where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Is there anything that you wish you'd known in the very beginning when you first started out with your small business? Oh, great question. Um, you know, nothing specific. I was told this, but I think I'd like to go back and just remind myself that mm. it takes time. You know, it doesn't yes, happen it overnight. Does. You know, I, I'll talk to people who start a social media campaign. You really need to give it, you know, a good six months um, to get that up and running. And although I was talking it and saying it, I wasn't really feeling it myself. Um, yeah. And that's all right. It doesn't matter. You need to go through that journey. Um, mm. And as I just said, you know, my business changed a lot in that first um, I think it was 18 months before I you know, did the first training. And that's fine. It took a while and it transitions through. And I think you just have to be kind to yourself on the journey and take the opportunities they come up. Yeah, and that, that is part of the journey, isn't it? Because I think yeah. where you, you think you start out, you kind of almost trial lots of different projects, lots of di- different things and kind of work out what is it I like, what is it I don't like, yep. what works, where's the demand in the marketplace. So yeah. there's definitely a lot of trial and error as part of the research piece within that. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and don't be afraid to make those changes if yes. it's, it's right for yeah, you. definitely. Would you have done anything differently, do you think? Mm, oh, my goodness, these questions. Huh? <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I'd like to say I should have switched to training earlier, but actually that wouldn't have been the right thing either. You know, I had the, the, the experience of running accounts prepared me to be able to understand it from the client perspective as well. Yeah, um, definitely. So, no, I think I'm, I enjoyed Excellent. my journey as it oh, was. That's good. <laughs> so did you make any mistakes that perhaps in hindsight you, you'd have been grateful for? Maybe this one that kind of... Or, or an event that happened that kind of maybe, you know, changed your, you know, you talked there about moving from managing social media accounts to training. Was that was that triggered by a particular event or situation or did it just happen? Not actually? a single event, but if I'm totally honest, it was the pitching to the clients. Um, you, you know, I, I got burnt, <laughs> you know, kind mm. of, it was quite hard to fi- figure out that level of, you know, providing information on what you can do, but not necessarily telling them exactly what you can do um and, and I got to a situation where I gave quite a lot of advice um and unfortunately it didn't materialize to anything so 
you know, I just, I figured that's where it was quite hard. I wanted to teach rather than create complicated proposals and, mm. and you know, run things like that. So um, yeah, that, was, that was a big part of me switching from writing proposals and managing clients to wanting to do the training and the workshops. Yeah, and it is always that balance, isn't it? I think sometimes when it, it comes across in the blogs, you write the emails, the social media, it is that kind of, that balance of, I want to help people. I want to demonstrate that, I can do what you need me to do, but it's not giving too much away that they yeah. kind of go, oh, that's brilliant. Now I can go away and do it all myself. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, it's <laughs> yes. finding that with striking that balance yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that goes across all industries, not just not just the marketing sector. Um, what, you, what would you say is your biggest achievement to date? Um, do you know that I'm here? That I've done this. You know, it's um I have moments where I'm thinking, why did I start this small business? <laughs> I think we all <laughs> Can have I those run moments. back to corporate? Um, <laughs> you know, so and I take a moment every so often. Um, you know, small small achievements. You know, I just I, I've had a, a master I, I just moved to a new platform last week, which I'm very excited about. But just as a whole point of you know, I've done this and I've achieved stuff and I have got clients that are very happy and that makes me happy. So I think uh, it's a small bit, so all add up to three years and I'm, I'm still here. Yeah, you know? I mean, three years is, is an absolutely amazing achievement, I think, for any small business owner because it is tough, as you said it earlier. Is, yeah. It takes focus, commitment, you know, whilst the flexibility of owning your own business is obviously huge. Actually, certainly in the beginning, you need to be really focusing and, and putting yeah. effort and energy into getting things up off, off, the, off the ground and up and running. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Has there been anyone along your journey that's perhaps been an inspiration to you or to help you on your way to success? Is there anybody? Well, she might be sitting across the table from me. Oh, how nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely put you in there, um, Sophie. Um, you know, I've met you through a networking group. There's definitely, yeah. you know, you know name on my fingers a handful of people that I've seen in those groups but yeah it's an inspiration to know there's other people in a similar industry you know we you know I'm a subset per se of what um your your business is but Mm. yes it's it's nice to see that it's possible and oh. we can see maybe I'll be maybe I'll be like you in another three years or I'm sure, I'm sure you'll here. still be going in three years time for sure <laughs> and what what's the future hold for social uh, for light social do you have any kind of ambitions and plans on the horizon for this year um you know this year's really a reset and I think as we're all coming out of lockdown um and you know getting back to the new 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 normal whatever it might be um you know for me it's a reset and consolidating what I've done um, I just did a, I guess, a survey feedback form, you might mm. say, to my um, existing client base. Um, Great and practice to check in with your clients. Well, big advocate of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it was, and it was really interesting because, um, you know, the feedback, and I was asking stuff about what they, you know, what they need to most learn about and how they like to learn. And, it, and luckily, <laughs> it um, you know, lines up to, you know, I mentioned earlier, the light bite trainings that I want to do and you know, that sort of mini on demand courses is, mm. is it came through as quite a strong theme so yeah so I'll just be you know consolidating that and um, creating more of those courses for people excellent mm. I think definitely there is a um, you know I think everybody's been kind of reacting to change so quickly over the last sort of two years or so that there's definitely definitely 
I think a, a sense of movement issue will come yes. on to talk about that a little bit more in a, in a minute, I suspect. But that feeling of needing to reset, recalibrate and can maybe go into different directions, I think maybe within our sort of small business sector, maybe less so because we've maybe already made that transition. Yeah. Um, but certainly just that opportunity to review processes kind of if you're looking to scale in the future getting things organized and iron out any kinks work out the processes work out how you want to move forward is is really important yes definitely yeah sort of the out the chaos of dealing with you know transitions it's now kind of how did I do that and building the processes yeah you're absolutely right there's a lot of process mapping going on and in my little office at home so. <laughs> and are you are you able to share what kind of you mentioned you, you're going to be launching some other bite-sized pieces you obviously mentioned already that you're doing Instagram reels are you able to share what other sort of topics are on the horizon or is that top secret oh uh, no it's not top secret um and I've actually just on my email list today said you know if you have requests to bump them up the list then let me know um but I probably do one on Instagram stories next because again there's been a okay. lot of change within that um and then the next features will probably be more around the strategy so I haven't quite figured out the title how I'm going to chunk it down but mm. you know repurposing how to repurpose content across your um, platforms um and also how to get ideas and how to batch content. So those kind of themes on the on the planning and the strategic side of yeah. of your social media. Yeah, really useful stuff. And just for anyone listening that doesn't know, when you say repurposing, what do you, what do you oh, mean? Oh, thank you. Yes, picking up tech, the, the lingo. I, I, I'm terrible um, for that. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be good to spot well, it. Good. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, this is a great tip. You know, don't feel that if you post something today, you can't post it again ever. Um, you know, one of the you know the strongest and easiest ways to not get overwhelmed overwhelmed by your posting on social media is to reuse the content that you make so quick example is if you write a blog and it doesn't have to start with a blog it could start with a video once you write a blog you can change that into you know up to eight to ten pieces of content you know so you'd be posting uh, you know snippet onto your LinkedIn and your Facebook or you could um, do a, a video of the highlights and use that somewhere else so it's really you know taking one core piece of content one main idea and thinking how you can pull little pieces out of it or just change the angle a little bit and do it again Excellent. and you know and you could redo really that again six months later you know people have a short span of attention on social media yeah. so um, just because you did it once a, a while ago doesn't mean you can't do it again excellent that's great advice thank you um so there's clearly we've, we've touched on a couple of the challenges out there for small business owners as as we move forward into 2022 but before we start to explore that a little bit further we've got another song to play that you've chosen for us so what, what's the other song that you've chosen for us today oh it's Adele rolling in the deep <laughs> Oh, I think she's just um, had some very uh, successful she did, events at the, at the, at the Brits. Brits. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm a bit awesome. of an Adele fan, so yes. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, well, thank you. Is there a reason behind why you're choosing? Oh, this, this one's today? totally sappy. This was this takes me right back to being eight months pregnant with my son and dancing around our kitchen. So I instantly oh. go to that happy place. With this song. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I've got a great image of you now dancing <laughs> yeah. around your kitchen. <laughs> so that's brilliant. So thanks. Um, Thanks for choosing that for us today. So that's Rolling in the Deep by the There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your ship bare See how 
I'll leave with every piece of you Don't underestimate the things that I will do There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark The scars of your love remind me of us They keep me thinking that we almost had it all The scars of your love, they leave me breathless I can't help feeling We could have had it all I wish you story to be told but I've heard one on you and I'm gonna make your head burn think of me in the depths of your despair make a home down there as mine sure won't be shared the scars of your love remind me of us they keep me thinking that we almost had it all the scars of your love they leave me Breathless, I can't help feeling We could have had it all I wish you never had in the deep You have my heart and soul I wish you never had you played it to the beat Could have had it all in the To find what you look for Turn my sorrow into treasure gold You pay me back in kind and reap just what you sow We could have had it all We could have had it all It all, it all that was Adele with Rolling in the Deep great song there to start it perhaps slightly sooner than I was anticipating but fantastic song great choice thank you Alana for choosing that today hello and welcome back you're listening to Sophie Comas on the River Radio Let's Talk Business show thank you so much for listening in this afternoon 
Today we're joined by Alina Light from Light Social. And so far we've talked a little bit more about Alana, about her business journey and understanding how she helps her clients in managing and training their social media. Don't forget if you've missed part of today's show, you can listen again via the website river.radio or as a podcast via Alexa, Apple or Google. And of course, if you want to get in touch about any of the discussions we're having on the show today, please do drop me an email at sophie at river.radio. So, Alana, we've obviously talked about um, your business. We've talked about your background. And um, there are many challenges out there, I think, facing small business owners today in particular, and particularly in view of the experiences we've had over the last couple of years. So within the social media marketing marketplace, um, I'm kind of thinking also maybe about the wider marketing industry and obviously from a small business perspective. Is there maybe one or two kind of key challenges which you see facing facing those industries as we move forward this year? Yeah, great question. Um, I think the biggest challenge, and it all you know has lots of streams to it, is change. You know, whether that's, as we said, we're resetting at the end of lockdown, getting back to new routines and changes around that. Uh, but I also think within the social media world, that goes into change within the platforms. You know, they themselves are trying to keep up with, you know, people's demands as work work balance changes and bring out new forms of content options and even just the way a uh, social media platform looks has changed so dramatically over the last 18 mm. months. Um, and then, you know, thirdly, you know, video, you know, that's the, I, I put that as a challenge because it's become such a key content format. And as a small business owner, it's, it can be, you know, people don't want to be on video. It's kind of a scary no, I'm definitely, thing. definitely in that camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and just, you know, if even if you do want to be on video, it's finding the time and having the technical skills to be able to, to do more than, you know, just record a quick reel. Um, you know, if you want to do some of the bigger video filming and editing and stuff, there's, there's just a whole other stream of knowledge that you need around it. Yeah, I guess there's a couple of ways that you can do the videos. You can either do it, as you say, I mean, your phone is just so capable of capturing all of those sort of things right now isn't it it's just yeah. amazing the te- how the technology has evolved definitely so I guess there's a kind of a couple of ways and for those videographers out there I can hear them probably shouting at the radio going no <laughs> but I guess there's different levels that you can um you know you can record a video on your phone and that's very quick and easy to do or you can engage a, a professional videographer to create a, a, a more formal video to promote yeah. your business and actually there's value in both yes um, and I guess it depends on your business objective and yeah, what you want absolutely. To and, but I would say I'd, phones are incredible um, cameras these days. So yeah, and, I, and actually, I do spend some time with clients. So if you're doing that, don't get caught up. You know, yes, use a videographer at the appropriate time, but don't let that stop you from creating mm. a video. Your the phone on your the camera on your phone is amazing. Definitely. Um, you know, particularly if you've got the new phone, which I don't, but um, <laughs> I've heard it's amazing. So don't let that stop you, yeah, is my advice. Yeah, definitely. It's also yeah. about thing. I always, it makes me laugh. I always kind of, if ever I'm talking to clients about video video marketing, I say, think about what's going on behind you. You oh, don't God, want yes. your washing <laughs> hanging up or anything. Yes. So. <laughs> Excellent. So is there, I mean, you, you mentioned changes there. What kind of, I mean, I, I you know, I, I know I've seen quite a few things this week about um, Facebook changes in particular. But are there any updates that you, you would be valuable for our listeners to to hear about? 
today yeah i mean where shall i start <laughs> start at the beginning <laughs> um, and to be fair you know so i send out uh, an email every week and i i have to almost decide which is the most important change to share to stop overwhelming um you know i, I think you know facebook briefly um you know all their changes they've had interestingly slight side note <laughs> facebook has seen the first time ever a decline in their daily active users so it's an interesting space to keep an eye on and how what's happening with Facebook over the next year as they get deep into the metaverse um, which I won't yes. go into um, <laughs> but in preparation for that meta, um, Facebook a uh, meta Facebook you know the names change but they're bringing out 3d avatars you know we're oh, wow. quite used to memojis now on our mm. accounts um, that's uh, you know a little illustration of yourself if anyone's not familiar with that is but they're just taking that the next step further so I think Facebook are doing all that um, stuff whereas Instagram I mean the changes where do I start Reels is just getting more and more promotion so you've seen the buttons change on you know with the location of them within the screen um, you see the features within stories and reels changing you know they I looked in to do a, a demo for someone last week and discovered they've added in a whole set of sound um, options now so you can add a, a sound of a goat into your reel if you want I'm not <laughs> I sure I found a use case for that one yet I was going to say that's quite a particular kind of business that would require a sound of a goat yes it is um it is uh, you know and one you know some some of the ones you're maybe a bit more familiar with hashtags um you know the there's been a massive ongoing debate around hashtags um the last sort of six months at least and you know there was Instagram creators accounts so a subsection subsection of Instagram themselves came out saying you only need to use five now cause this whole oh, fury goodness. and you know so there's a lot of debate whereas um you know some people are actually saying um hashtags are you know, come to the end of their life around their usability um because people are using the explore button for reels now i'm hoping i'm not getting too technical in terms here i'm trying to trying to keep out of the weeds on the the data um so so is that now is that a, a true thing because I always thought it was up to 30 hashtag, hashtags on um, Instagram and you know kind of two to four on Facebook and LinkedIn but yeah. is that is that now a, a confirmed thing or is that just an ongoing well, debate? Said, it's an ongoing debate um, you know to be honest I'm going to do that dreadful thing which I hate to do but it's so true you have to test it for yourself um, you can still use on Instagram you can still use, still use up to 30 and broadly yes the statistics you used on LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Facebook do stand but I'm starting to see a bit of data that is supporting um, using less so uh, my advice to you is you can use 30 but if you've come up with sensible hashtags that work for your post and you've only got eight of them don't just suddenly throw in you know hashtag dogs of Instagram if it's got <laughs> nothing to do dogs you know so so my advice to you is just use the amount that's right for you that keeps you relevant to what you're trying to post about and what your content is mm. um you know I think the days are gone of putting in dogs of Instagram just to get to a bigger audience it doesn't work anymore you know yeah. and then the reason why you'd be focusing on dogs obviously is because it's shown that dogs and cats get the highest absolutely yes on quite right media. yes that's yeah, exactly definitely yes. and I guess also vary your hashtags as well so not using 
the same ones for every single post absolutely Um, as you say varying it depending upon what the content that you're sharing is all about and and that kind of stuff so yeah and um, just picking up on something you said there so meta just for anyone listening is now the parent company of facebook and instagram so they they made that was quite a recent change as well wasn't it yes when was that was the end of last year oh time is so elastic at the minute but yes and (laughs) to be honest we're totally forgiven for interchanging meta and facebook it's a it's a very funny um you know, it's what they need to do as a business, but I think still in the ground, Facebook will always be known as Facebook, really. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. Definitely. So within the social media marketing space, I mean, COVID has obviously impacted us you know, hugely in many ways. But is there anything that you've seen in particular from the social media marketing space that COVID has impacted, um, you know, alongside the obvious that people obviously being poorly and that sort of thing but is there any other impacts and side side influences that you've seen yeah um I mean getting into the details again around um you know how hybrid working if you like let's, let's put to that you know things change when when lockdown happened people moved to social media so the sort of use cases you know people were on it so much more getting so used to it and now as we're transitioning back to some people going to the office, some people, you know, being able to go out to lunch, which they didn't do before. It's changing. And, and I'm, you know, I'm bringing this up because it used to be, you know, the age old question of when is best to post mm. is a really, really tricky subject now. You know, it's never been a black and white answer to that question. Um, but it's harder now because people's routines are so dramatically different and you know I don't think we've stabilized on that. Um, so yeah, specifically in social media, I think we're just seeing how that you know your classic case of my audience are on before the school run and you know at the end of the day is is changing because perhaps the kids are at home because they're in isolation for a week um so that us- yeah. usage um changes uh, and i think that's going right the way across the marketing industry as well so yeah. things like sort of viewerships for um tube advertising or billboard advertising or you know the magazines that you get given out i'm thinking if you commute into london the yes. magazines that you get given out the readership and circulation numbers must have dropped hugely yeah. yes if if any of these publications and routes to market still exist because you've obviously had a, a change in way of working and yes timing so when the optimum time to deploy an email for example typically you might have had set days of the week or times but actually as people's routines change and people are no longer commuting or doing certain things then then that's just further test and refine isn't it and And actually i hadn't put it together until just now but I, i was in london um yesterday recently um and there was a you know on the tube the, the notice boards are the, the billboard advertising across it was really out of date um so actually it's interesting perhaps they're already seeing the decline in marketing in that um particular field so yeah, definitely i mean yeah. if you you know you think about it you have people working from home so not i mean the i don't know what the um passenger numbers are for the tube mm. and trains and stuff but they must have plummeted i'm sure um so yeah then why as an advertiser why would you uptake that if yeah. you're, you know you haven't yeah. got anybody seeing it Indeed. so um i think one of the questions um certainly that um i see is around focus within social media so you know and you touched on content there is there any kind of advice you would give to somebody just starting out maybe as to how they focus on social media and how they kind of find the right content to to generate and and share with their audience is there any kind of advice you'd offer yeah i mean my my headline is make sure your content is about your audience 
not you. Um, (laughs) It can be a tricky one sometimes to have that conversation, um, uh, you know, but really, you, you know, content marketing is about finding what you solve for your clients. So again, as I mentioned earlier, if you're starting out, you should take the time up front to think about why you're using social media and how you can connect with your audience. So really thinking about content that is solving their problem mm-hmm. um, and then give the answers to that. So focus on that. Um, but really above that is engaging, you know, follow up, make sure that, you know, people ask you a question, respond to them, engage with them, be social. Mm. Yeah, it's called social media for a reason, Yes, right? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, target audiences and understanding that is so critical to yes. any marketing and, you know, social media in particular. So thinking about their pain points, so where they hang out, what hobbies they have, what do they do, what's in, of interest to them. Yeah. You know, we joked earlier about cats and dogs having the biggest engagement, but mm-hmm. if, you're, if your audience are a family audience and they do tend to enjoy getting out in the, in the open and they might have a pet and... Yeah. Um, you know, then actually sharing that sort of content, you can weave it into what you're you doing. Well, um, my, my dog does appear on my social <laughs> posts, let's be very clear. So Yeah, actually, yeah. My, my post this morning also features my dog, so you're not yeah. alone with that either. Um, so, yeah, so, so kind of, but that understanding is really critical, yeah, isn't it, of it defining is. who your audience and it's, is. And I think it can be difficult, you know, particularly starting out, it can be difficult to get into that. So, um, I, you know, I probably don't overthink it, you know, spend some time on it. But you can alter that and you should alter that as you as you get more familiar with your business and you know everything can change but set a set a goalpost for yourself to really go into those details initially as best as you can definitely um, and then hone it as you get more and more into your business yeah and like you mentioned earlier you'd, you'd done a questionnaire recently to just yeah. validate some of that stuff so once you've visualized it then to reconfirm that your think what you think you know mm-hmm. is absolutely is the case yeah. so Oh, that's good. Um, and just picking up on something else that you mentioned earlier as well. So just about batching and kind of thinking about time saving tips, because mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a concern for many small businesses as they're starting out and they're trying to cover everything. Are there any tips or, or words of wisdom that you might share around how people might become more time efficient in working within the social media space? Wow. Yes. To be honest, this is an area I really want to kind of get into this year and because it is, I, you know, if... People, like batching, I think people get the concept, you know, once you've been doing social media for a while, particularly or any kind of marketing, you know, the, the concept around batching is there, but it's still the time effort into mm. it. Um, and I, you've got to find the balance as a uh, small business as to when is appropriate. But mm. I fully advocate outsourcing parts of it to experts in the field. Um, you know, one of the best decisions I made was to um, engage a graphic designer to create a bunch of social media templates for me. So, um, you know, that just kind of took a whole overwhelm. I'm not a designer. I'm I'm actually colorblind. So picking colors and putting them together is completely out of my comfort zone. Um, You know, and so actually getting um, a set of templates and um, icons I could use and reuse and I could create my own. So just one small example of, you know, find the right time to bring someone in on, on an area you're not necessarily familiar with, yeah. um, you know, talk to a copywriter, um, you know, and these all take money. So you have to pick the ones that are right for you when you're starting out, but yeah. have a copywriter help with you some of your wording if you need to in, in the early stages. Um, yeah. And, 
Uh, did I answer the question? I think I might have gone off tack there a little bit. Oh, you did? No, you did. It's all around time-saving tips. So, yes, okay. bring in resources <laughs> when you need to. Um, so that's brilliant. So before we wrap up for this week's show, thank you ever so much, Alana, for joining us today on the River Radio Let's Talk Business show. It's been brilliant to hear all about your business and to hear about your own personal journey and also to debate with you some of the challenges that small businesses have faced across the Thames Valley. If somebody wanted to find out a bit, a bit more about you and about your business, what's the best thing? for them the best way for them to do that uh, they can send me an email but you know, tricky name so perhaps just go to my website it's light-social.com excellent that's easy to remember mm-hmm. so thank you ever so much for joining us this afternoon alana lovely to have you thank you very much sophie thank you so next week fiona will be back on the show and she's we've got some more great guests lined up for you debating all things from the world of small business if you have got any questions about today's show or anything you'd like to ask our guests next week please email sophie at river.radio or fiona at river.radio we also have some other more great shows coming up across the River Radio Network. And of course, if you missed part of today's show, you can listen again to the show via the website on river.radio or via the podcast via Alexa, Google or Apple. So all that remains for me to say is thank you ever so much for joining me this afternoon. And I look forward to catching up with you soon. Take care. Thanks very much. And I stumbled to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five What a 